Welcome to the comeback. Uh, today's guest is Evan Joseph. Uh, Evan is a interior and architectural photographer with a uh, specialty in residential real estate. So uh, a lot of our world crosses over. We had some differences, uh, interesting about how you know the business is conducted, but Evan has literally been to the best, uh, most prestigious, most beautiful apartments in New York City. Um, he has a celebrity clientele. Uh, it's really interesting to see how Evan structures his business and you know the different areas he concentrates on. Um, so uh, we'll leave it to uh, you to enjoy the uh, today's episode. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us today. We have Evan Joseph. Evan is a architectural and interior photographer specializing in high-end residential real estate. So of course our worlds uh, combine in that respect. Um, and I think Evan's, uh, we just had a quick chat feeling a lot of the, the, the interesting pressure and the volume uh, of what's going on. So Evan, a little quick background on you. Um, you know, our, our audience, for the most part, are real estate professionals and real estate clients, both residential and commercial. But sure. give us uh, a little bit about you and what you've been up to over the past few months. Well, uh, the past few months have been super busy since lockdown ended. It's been uh, full steam ahead uh, all across the industry. So my clients are busy and they're keeping me busy. And uh, in fact, I was one of the first people in the industry back to work. So even when um, when brokers that I work with were out, you know, in their uh, their summer homes you know, in uh, in May, they were calling me saying, "Hey, listen, I don't want to go to the city, but could you go to Tribeca and shoot this townhouse for me?" Sure. Um, so I'll leave the keys for you with the deli on the corner. Um, and you know, so I was doing a lot of these things, um, you know frantically um, right there in the beginning. And it, it was frankly a little terrifying. Nobody knew what to expect. Um, nobody knew what the city, nobody had been in the city for months. Um, and uh, we were all running short on information. So, um, I, you know, I put on my PPE and my booties and my gloves and my mask and my goggles and I picked up the keys and, and I went in and, and photographed these beautiful homes all by myself. It was really actually Kind of fun and um, in a way liberating to just be completely alone uh, in these beautiful properties getting to to do my thing. Uh, sure. Terrific. Has anything changed you know recently I mean maybe the last month or so because for us things seem to be opening up a bit you know I think just not just in our industry right and in, in our world um, with the vaccination are you seeing a little things trend differently um, in the last few weeks last month? Last few weeks, last month have been busier than I think we've ever seen. So uh, more properties coming on the market. Um, our clients are super busy. Um, and I think there's this buildup to the traditional spring selling season that's even more uh, pressured than it has been in the past. Uh, this is generally a, a very busy time for us as everybody gets ready to have their marketing materials uh, in place for spring. But now it's uh, it's a year's worth of pent up demand getting ready to have their uh, properties together for spring. So um, it's all the normal plus everything that had been waiting in the wings. Yeah, no, the same thing on our end. It's, it's sometimes it can be overwhelming, and it's important just to kind of you know give you know reasonable expectations to our clients as to what they can expect, and you know are their requests and and demands. Listen, we always want to surpass expectations, but you know sometimes it's realistic, sometimes it's not. So what's I guess for um, 
you know, for performing, right? We always want to, you know, meet the levels, you know, is, you know, are you, are you booked out? Are you, you know, kind of working with, you know, a lot of the clients that you've been with before? How are you managing? How are you man? Like for all of us as real estate professionals, I, I often wonder at other law firms, how do they manage the day to day? Sure. Kind of staying calm and really just getting the deals and, and, and the, your, your work done. Well, I, I have a fantastic team behind me. Um, I'm so lucky. Um, I work with some remarkable photographers, I think the best in the business, and they've been working uh, on our team for years. Um, and they, they're as ready as I am you know, to just pick up their camera and go. Um, so as long as we have the infrastructure behind all of us that are out in the field, as long as I'm making sure that the retouching is ready to go and scalable, sure. and that the admin is ready to go and scalable, then we can just be out shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting. Um, so, um, you know, having, and that's, that's part of what made the time uh, in lockdown so productive is that I was able to focus on scaling those backend systems so that, um, because I, I anticipated there would be pent up demand. I, you right. know, of course I could have bet wrong, but it turns out I didn't. And, um, you know, we were, we were ready for the increased administrative volume that comes with an increased, um, you know, productivity volume. So, you know, more shooting is more pictures and more pictures is more retouching and more retouching is more billing. And right. all of that adds up really fast. And, uh, you know, more people is more insurance and, you know, the insurance requirements have changed and everybody's asking for more paperwork. Right. So, you know, uh, you guys aren't, maybe quite as out in the field as, as I am, but everywhere that, um, that I go and everywhere that, that our photographers go, we have to sign COVID forms and they have, sure. to be, they have to be done correctly and they have to be submitted on time. And increasingly there are um, you know, more requirements um, just to get access to buildings. So the, the operations, for us, the operations have become exhausting, right? We, we, Recently right. hired an operations director. We hired an, an additional accounting person. So yeah, everybody kind of just sees, hey, let's get the contract signed. Let's get the pictures out. Right. But there's a whole team, a whole operation behind. There's a method to the mayhem. Absolutely. Is access is access okay now? Are you able to get in? Are there still impediments with certain buildings? I imagine some buildings are a little bit more restrictive than others. Um, I think access has been fine. Okay. Uh, people have been very accommodating and very welcoming. Um, what, what I find, honestly, is that we are still, um, you know, as, as photographers that travel from building to building in the city every day, all the time, we're very, um, we're very safety conscious. And we don't, we don't want to be vectors for anything and we don't want to catch anything. So, um, and many of us are young and, you know, we're not first in line for the vaccine. Right. So, um, we want to, um, you know, we want to make sure that we're keeping everybody safe. And in order to do that, we've been asking to have the leanest possible crew on any shoot. Right. And ideally, that's myself and the person representing the property. Um, and what I have found in this increased madness that you were just describing is that many of the people involved have gotten loose about that. Um, in June, when I said, listen, it's got to be me and you, and that's it. Um, it was me and them, and that was it. But now people are feeling a little free. And so sure. I'll show up and the architect is there and the interior designer is there and the interior mm. designer's friend is there. 
and met the broker and maybe the sellers out on the porch doing a Zoom call. And you know, it, it falls on me a little bit to be the heavy and say, hey, everybody, you know, both for the sake of the pictures, like I don't want you out on the porch doing a Zoom call in the picture, right. but also for everybody's safety, you know, can we clear out of here for a little bit? So sure, there's, sure. Been a, there's been a relaxing of safety protocols that I see that's come with this increased volume and this increased, you know, craziness. So um, trying to keep a, a reasonable rein on that, you know, while of course, I mean, I, it's very hard because I'm a personable guy, you know, I love meeting people. Right. And meeting people on shoots is a tremendous source of business development for me. Of course, of you know, course, yeah. I want to meet the architect, you know, right. I want to hear from the interior designer. Like, I want to know from the owner what was the biggest challenge. Like, this helps me make better pictures. So right. it's hard for, and, and I've lived on that for years. So right. it's, um, it's hard for me to say, all right, all you clowns get out of here. Um, because I, I miss that interaction and I miss that creative back and forth. And, um, but you know, that's, that's a large part of where this has changed. And I'm hoping to see that that will loosen up when everybody gets vaccinated and we can all be in the same place together and all of the team members on a project can feel comfortable that they're not gonna make each other sick. Yeah, no, it's the same thing. I view each deal, you know, say similarly, as obviously it's our job, right, to protect our clients, educate our clients, but it's also a marketing opportunity, right? Right. So same thing for you. So when you eliminate that, it's it's a, it's a little frustrating. And then you know, just as far as closings for us, it's only our client, right? It used to be five, six, seven people in a room. Now you know, same idea. So you know, we're feeling the same thing. It's interesting. Right. So I often, you know, we work with, um, we do volume, right? We do a lot of real estate deals. We see you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, and, and the different professionals. So real estate brokers, I know there's a lot of real estate brokers that tune in and, you know, they're trying to, you know, step up their game. They're, you know, maybe they're new or, um, and, you know, for, I would say the, the top, top brokers that I joke around are insanely proactive, right? They're just, you know, they refer us, but at the same time, I feel like they don't trust us, right? They're, you know, meticulous about every detail. They let us do the legal thing. I'm sure they let you do the, the obviously they're not clicking the pictures, but, what do you what do you see from the top brokers you work with? What's kind of a, a characteristics or a few characteristics that you know maybe those brokers that are trying to get to that level can you know think about from your end? Um, it's funny that you you would have that experience um, because I find almost the opposite um, that um, and we're very lucky and have been for a long time to work with the top top brokers in the city and it's really an honor that they trust us with their brand which sure. is really what it is. Um, and um, what I find is that the best brokers, the most confident brokers, they're the ones that open up the door and then right. go get in the lobby and, and do their, make their phone calls and do their meetings. And they say, Evan, I trust you. You're the best. Just go do it. Right. Um, and um, it's the newer brokers that are very micromanaging. Sure. And that's okay. You know, I like, collaboration, like I said, I mean, I'm a, uh, my business is a collaborative business. It's, I'm not an artist working in a silo. I'm not creating, you know, at, when I'm on a shoot, I'm not creating like works of art for the ages that are going to hang on the walls of a museum. Um, you know, I'm making art, but I'm making art, you know, that is in order to serve a purpose. And no one knows what that purpose is better than my clients. Um, and you know, I may have a lot of experience in this, and I think I probably know as well what serves the client's 
needs um, because I've, I've been through it and I've made you know, lots of decisions you know, and understood which, one, which ones were the best decisions and that I can repeat those best decisions. Um, but I, it is the more experienced brokers and maybe it's because they're experienced in working with me right. uh, that they know that, um, that I'm going to do the right thing by them and by their seller uh, and create you know, images that are really gonna work and the ones that are super nervous, it's, and I understand why they're nervous. It's their first big deal. It's their first deal over $30 million. It's their first, um, you know, first deal with a investor group that has 10 more properties behind it. You know, it's whatever, um, you know, it, it's it maybe represents potentially a significant portion of their income for the year. Um, there's a lot of pressure. I totally get it. Um, and, uh, but what I think, um, the better brokers have learned, um, and maybe this is a, a secret to working with your photographer, is that when you, when you don't micromanage, it encourages me to explore more ideas. So if I don't know whether or not you like the living room from the left or the right, and you don't tell me, I'm going to shoot both. And I might even shoot the left, the right, and the center. Um, but if you come into it thinking, no, 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 this is the angle, it's from the right, Evan stand right here in the right and shoot this angle, that's probably all you're going to get. Um, so, uh, and maybe, you know, if I feel like, wow, this shot from the center is really worth it, then I'll do that too. But um, if you direct and if you micromanage, then you get exactly what you've asked for, which is fine. That might be exactly what you need. But if you leave it up to me, you'll probably get exactly what you what you wanted because I know all the obvious stuff, but I will find all the non-obvious things. You know, I will find those serendipitous moments where the light's amazing and the composition lines up and maybe nobody would have thought of that except the guy who's done this a zillion times. Um, and, you know, we can create a much broader portfolio of imagery that maybe even I feel a little personal about, which makes the images even better. Um, so leaving it up to me sometimes results in three times the number of pictures and some of them no one will have ever thought about, including me, you know, and they'll be the best ones. So let the creative be creative. Let the creative be creative. I mean, I, I like to do a walkthrough first. Like I, I like to see the place through your eyes, but you know, when you lean over my shoulder, it can make me a little nuts. Honestly. Right. So tell us about the, some of the trophy properties. It also, you know, for us as um, real estate attorneys, listen, we do deals, million dollar, $2 million all day. We also do super high end deals. Right. A lot of deals actually right now are, you know, average price deals. So are you, tell us, I want to hear about that. Some of the trophy properties, but also just the average, you know, day to day deals with is almost a joke in our city. You know, the average purchase price could be 1.5, 2 million to tell somebody that in middle America and, and right. they think you're out of your mind. So give me a little bit of kind of the, the uh, different entree or the different menu that you provide. Um, well, I have been, uh, I, I, have, I have shot every kind of property in the city. I mean, I've been in, I've been in uh, studios that are estate sales, you know, that with, with worn brown shag rug on the floor, you know, and and I you have, I've made the best out of that. Um, I'm lucky that at this point in my career, I am mainly called for the remarkable properties, you know, for the ones where, um, you know, it's really special, and and so I, sometimes I I kind of pinch myself on the way home, and I think you know I'm the 
I'm the only guy I could think of that's been in $200 million worth of real estate this afternoon. Right. You know, like, like I was racing out of, you know, from one place to the next, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it could be a quarter of a billion dollars, you know, that I have captured in some way or the other. Um, so, you know, not that that means anything, it's not a, but it, um, it, it is sometimes a, a reason to catch my breath um, and think, wow, this is an amazing job. This is an amazing city. I work with some amazing clients that I am, you know, literally at the top of the world. And then do you have a team that can work on the average stuff or is that kind of what we were concentrating on? Well, we all share really. I mean, my, I think that's, what's remarkable about my team. Um, you know, uh, um, you know, they're, some of them are the go-to photographers for the biggest brokers in the world. So, um, you know, I, I feel lucky that in some cases I've been able to step back from those clients that I spent, you know, a decade working with and developing and have introduced them, you know, to members of my team that they like better than me. And sure. you know what? That's great. I love it. You know, please work with Tim, work with Aton, work with Christina, work with Edward, work with Ken. Um, these guys are incredible. They're just incredible. And they blow me away every day. I look at their pictures and I think, I wish I had shot that. How did they think of that? Where'd they come up with that? Um, right. And I understand why the biggest brokers in the world want to work, you know, with these very talented photographers. They're, they're amazing. So we do split the work, um, not always by, um, by price point. Um, you know, on any given day, any one of the people on my team, and none of them are junior members. That's what's amazing. Like, you know, all of them I've known for years and years and years and, and have shot, you know, billions of dollars worth of real estate. Um, but on any given day, one of them could be shooting a $50 million penthouse and I could be shooting, you know, a uh, empty storefront on Madison Avenue. Um, and, you know, between us, you know, we've got the city covered. Um, and largely that's, that's a function of who's available when and what's important. We juggle so many variables. Um, it's not just getting from point A to point B, but it's being in point B at the right time for sun, you know, on a good weather day, you know, when the snow is melted off the terrace. Um, and, you know, which one of us is gonna be able to get, you know, to Chelsea to catch that amazing morning light at 7 a.m. And which one of us is going to be able to get, you know, to 432 Park to catch the sunset, you know, from the 65th floor, you know, and, you know, how are we going to get somebody down uh, to Soho, you know, to capture that, that really tiny little moment in time in the evening when the reflection in the glass of a store, you know, is um, not as, as intense as the light coming out of the store and you get that kind of Edward Hopper lighting um, and you can look in and, and, and get that warm feeling, that, that early nighttime feeling. So we're balancing all of these different variables among the whole team and, uh, and trying to cover like the whole market. So, you know, like you, we do residential, we do commercial, um, we do resale, we do a ton of new development. Sure. Um, and, and at the same time, you know, we do a huge business with architects and designers. So, um, you know, we're always, we're, we don't, I mean, just this week I, I photographed 
um, an exquisite penthouse that had been, um, but not, not for sale. Um, it was um, for the portfolio of an art advisor who had put, you know, many more times the value of this incredible penthouse into the art collection in this penthouse. Uh, like, you know, triple what the amazing penthouse was worth in art and wanted to document, you know, the way that looked and, you know, and, and the way that it had been installed. It was magnificent. And it was fun for me creatively to exercise those muscles where, okay, it's not about square footage. It's not about, you know, the way the light comes in in the afternoon. It's about the decor. It's about the composition. It's about the way these things relate to each other in the space. Um, and that's the kind of, that's the kind of job, whether it's working for an art advisor or working for an architect or working for a commercial real estate broker that needs to, um, you know, to lease, you know, half of the 40th floor of an office tower in Midtown. These are, these things change up my day enough, you know, from the, from the routine that I stay creatively engaged. Right. You have to be nimble. You have to be versatile, which is, you know, key to success in our city. Yeah, I guess so. I, yeah. I never really thought of it as versatile. For me, it's like, ooh, a chance to do something different. Um, but I guess at this point in my career, I've, I've kind of done it all. Right. So it's just, it's just a chance to take a breath. Um, you know, like you, I'm sure, like our bread and butter, our day to day is, um, you know, is real estate. So, um, and I, I've described it um, often to my team as like a game of Pac-Man. Um, it's like little dots, you eat the little dots, you eat, keep eating the little dot. Ooh, big dot. Right. <laughs> and that powers you up and then you go get little more dots. The beauty um, I find of New York City is the, the little dots, the singles lead to home runs, right? So our yep. city is, you know, connected, right? The one person who has the, 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 uh, the single introduces you to the home run, right? So it's important just to, you know, keep everybody, keep the professionalism, keep, you know, everything tight um, because it all kind of, circles back to uh, building the business. I don't know if this is a fair question, but give me maybe one or two of your uh, prize photo shoots or your, uh, maybe a good story. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I, love the, I love the super dramatic moments. I like the super dramatic architectural moments. Um, I, I remember years ago, um, and, and I'm also a sucker for salesmanship, so um, when, and so, and I work with some of the best in the world, right? Like these, these people are incredible. Um, I got a phone call from uh, Rafael De Niro, who I, I've been working yeah. with forever and I love him. He's, he's amazing. He said, Evan, I need you to photograph the, the best penthouse in North America. I was like, wow, okay. That's a lot coming from you, Rafael. Like I'm intrigued, the best penthouse in North America. All right, I'm in. Um, and uh, found myself in that clock tower penthouse in Dumbo, um, which is truly spectacular. Outdoor space, huge clock faces, you know, it's straight out of Batman. And, um, you know, I, I, I think I'll remember that shoot both for the amazing images that have come out of it, you know, and I've used some of those images in my books and uh, gallery exhibitions um, and, um, as well as for like, you know, the salesmanship that got me kind of excited for it. Well, the best townhouse in Northley. Okay. Um, and, and he was right. I think at the time there was, there was nothing like it. Um, so that was, that's exciting. I remember, um, I, maybe I just like the penthouses, you know, I, I like the stuff at the top. Sure, why not? Uh, I remember 
when the Woolworth building was in the early phases of its most recent redevelopment plan. Um, and I was, my, it, was, it was fun because my entire team uh, was, was on the shoot together. There were six or seven of us, plus a, a video crew. And we, uh, we needed to get a huge amount of material surrounding the Woolworth building before heavy demolition were, was to begin. And you know, we wanted to get architectural detail. We wanted to get views. We wanted to, um, we wanted to get views of the building from City Hall and views of the building from the rooftop of other buildings and views of the building from the street and views of the building from the terrace on the building looking back at the other tower. So we had this huge plan of, of angles, but we only had basically one night to get it all done. So that's why the whole team came into the Woolworth building, everybody armed to the teeth with their cameras and extra cameras and lenses. And we deployed to all these various locations and, uh, and everybody was shooting simultaneously. It was really cool. Um, you know, and we had, you know, uh, one of my photographers was climbing down an access ladder outside the um, window of one of the towers, you know, the kind of thing that I joke like his mother would not have been happy about. <laughs> um, but we got these amazing shots and we were able to put together this huge portfolio of incredible imagery in, in a very short amount of time because, you know, we did the work of seven photographers in one night. Um, as a coordinated team, because, you know, we weren't, we knew exactly what we were doing and we knew exactly what everybody else was doing. Um, so I, that was an amazing experience. Um, Very cool. And, uh, you know, most recently, that um, was up on the, the tippy tippy top roof of um, Central Park Tower. You know, that's the, the tallest residential building, I think, now in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I am... I'm a little jaded about incredible views of New York City. Right, right. Uh, I've been at the top of, of so many buildings. Um, I joke that like the top of a building waiting for sunset is my native habitat. You know, that's, if you look at my Instagram stories, I'm back in my native habitat on top of a building waiting for sunset. Um, well, yes, and that, that's a lot of what brings the energy to our city, or right? you're, you're directly involved. You know, that's a huge component of the excitement and what we're experiencing in the city, what we've experienced over history and going forward. So thank yeah. you for that. Uh, thank you for joining us. This is great. A little, you know, insight into your world. Um, we appreciate your time. It's good, good getting to know you. Thank you. Nice getting to know you too. And it's uh, fun to see the parallels between our businesses. For sure. You can listen to the comeback on Spotify or watch our interviews on YouTube.